Hello and welcome to Art is What I'm Doing, a podcast about the personal artistic process, philosophy of art, and human expression. I'm your host, Johnny Feely. Thanks for clicking on episode one. I really want this to be enjoyable. I want to bring the best out of people and share ideas, explore philosophy, and promote art. The first episode is an interview with Eric Hagen. Eric is an artist based in Washington, D.C. I knew Eric years ago in college. He gave me one of his signature pieces of art before we graduated. I've always looked at it over the years and thought about the curious person that handed it to me back then. His talent was unusual, especially in contrast to his casual nature. We only connected a few times, but we would instantly click. We'd talk about stars and absurd observations of the people around us. I would describe Eric's artwork as otherworldly, abstract tessellations of faces with intricate designs that entwine to bring life to a larger body. I used to see them as gods, but in this conversation, Eric reveals to me that we are all these mosaics of varying expressions, and I couldn't agree more. I hope you enjoy this first episode of Art Is What I'm Doing. Follow and subscribe. Om Namo Narayanaya. It's kind of like when I weave these faces together, it's kind of like, um, it's like solving a puzzle for myself. Yeah, okay. Satisfying yeah. each time you make a connection and you you link another one and overlap another one. And I just yeah. kind of zen out and go into it. Yeah, it is a puzzle. Mm-hmm. They look like they look like that. Um, uh, how are your hands doing? <laughs> I've, they've never hurt. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, and I I spent many <laughs> years doing like hard manual labor and stuff too, especially in Zambia, and I've always been able sure. to draw. Yeah, yeah. In one of your videos, I was looking at your hands, and you actually held the pen in a way that was like curious to me it was like i'm sure you change it up a ton but it was like held between your index finger and your middle finger and you had almost like rested the back of your hand against the page um yeah and i was like i wonder how this guy goes about that but obviously that changes up a lot um but i yeah it definitely comes to mind when i see you working on a piece like that really large one that had the border around it um i forget the name but that piece i was like this guy must have carpal tunnel, like, yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that one, that one took a 135 hours of, really, um, the, the thing that hurts is my back, because I draw horizontally instead of on an easel. Yep, yep, yep. I like to get as close to the paper as I can, so I need to anchor my forearm on the, on the paper, so I'm drawing, like, a hunchback the whole time. Yeah, yeah, like, your neck and everything. yeah. I'm actually wearing a back brace right now because of this. Like, <laughs> basically, <think>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your body, like, I don't know. It does the things we do, like the arts, and I've experienced it with, like, especially when I'm playing a lot of banjo. Like, and then I also have a, a baby right now, so like, my whole left shoulder is just like oh, yeah. destroyed by these things and. Yeah. I mean, I also noticed my diet. I don't know if you have any specifications of your diet, but like if I eat 
if I'm eating a lot of inflammatory stuff, I like it really impacts the quality of my artistic output. You know, I don't know if you have any distinct way of eating to keep your like mind limber. Mm. Um, I don't. You don't. You don't think about it. (laughs) (laughs) As long as I'm sober. Yeah. That's the important part. I can't make art and any kind of inebriation. Does that include caffeine? No. Yeah. (laughs) I I don't count it. Yeah. That's probably I'm down to just that nowadays. Kind of, yeah, likewise in a way for me. I think at some point you just kind of are like, all right, I felt those things enough, you know? Exactly, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, the the coffee really sticks on, you know? (laughs) You need it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about being in a Zen state. Um, what are you listening to that helps you get there? And if you, unless I don't know if you're a silent person, but I can't imagine you are. Like, um, I really like yeah. listening to either music or history lessons that correlate to whatever subject I'm trying to let bleed through into the piece. Um, wow, I really love history, and a lot of my art is actually drawn through those you know long what long history lessons wow yeah do you ever look back and it is it more inexplicable or do you ever look at a piece and notice like something really making its way through like are there forms that you can take a look at and say yeah that really embodies definitely and is it just personal or is there some something like measurable to speak on about it um yes uh the I prefer when these whatever lesson has some kind of it anchors to my life in a way you know whatever yeah. I'm going through um and certain topics and how they can translate into today yeah I noticed the music you put on some of your pieces uh I don't know how I describe it there's usually really good beats is that what music you're listening to while you're making um, I mean, I listen to a pretty broad range. Usually when I'm listening to music and drawing at the same time, I'm looking for like a certain energy that is, or like a current within that music. Um, yeah. not necessarily like whatever the thematic topic of the song or whatever is. So a lot of it's yeah. like some heavy rap or something. I don't know. Yeah. I like using ta- like uh pairing music to my art because then you can kind of put a film that people go through to when they go view that piece of art, you know, like uh, yeah. they see through that lens almost by hearing this thing simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. So you can guide them. Yeah. that It's a really, it's a huge theme in your artwork. Like, I guess um, it's the interpreter's, playground um and all art is that way you know but there's something really special about all the faces and the the larger being in your pieces that there's like a few levels to witness it on and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of room for the subconscious to um like resonate um do you find viewers um giving you reflections about your art that you didn't consider yes actually that's the basically the whole 
idea behind my style is that it acts as this mirror to the onlooker because there's so much overlapping and interwoven within the same space that whatever people see is their own. It's what they project, you know? Yeah. There's anger and sadness and happiness and that fills the same exact space, but whatever appears in the forefront is a mirror of themselves in a way and their level of imagination and ability to see patterns. And yeah. So I like that nobody sees the same thing twice. And even like, that's kind of my mission is to create art that you can put on the wall. And every time you walk by it, you see something different. Yeah. You rediscover it every day. Yeah. Yeah. The medium you found really does that. Um, Yeah. And it's, you're a viewer too, you know, um, I have my own view of it. That's different as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, the, the art kind of lives on its own. Um, you know, it, it, the pieces really just take, they take on a life of their own. Um, and you're, I, this is my, my personal experience with your art on the, in this way where I think everybody's probably got a different thing to say about it, but I always see the bigger being like, you know, I, um, I look at it and it takes me a while to get into the faces. I'm usually really focused on like the mood of like, uh, (laughs) is the one you posted pretty recently someday, baby, that one. Yeah. Yeah, Like I, I think about that guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. that hunched over dude uh because they have their own mood you know and then you get into their like little body and you're like oh there's so much going on here right (laughs) yeah and that's kind of like more into my theme of like trying to show that people are these mosaics of shifting and not harmonious parts you know yeah only when you like step back a little does it somewhat of a truer form take uh take precedent no i'm not it's not what i mean yeah Um, no but i yeah i mean obviously i got the point yeah it is like it increasingly as i like come into my 30s like being on this earth however that many years of experience gives you like that awareness is one of the most increasing correlations with age that it I think if you're aging in a way that's like really trying to be open-hearted to people, you, you do, you see the intricacies of the mosaic more and more. Right. In some ways. Yeah. It almost holds every day. Yeah. And in some ways it holds people like less accountable for their, like I'm more forgiving because of that. Like, you know, you see so many different parts of someone. Um, Yeah, definitely. Do you, uh, do you feel like that visual, I guess it's like the answer could be one and the same, but like when you were younger and this whole idea hatched for you, were you more communicating an experience you were having on the inside of all of these, this mosaic of being, or were you conveying what you were observing out there? Like, is there a distinction in your mind between those two things? I guess they're intertwined. Like 
I'm always in a way drawing myself and my environment and merging the two as the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Drawing is something that definitely helps me like work through a lot. Um, what I'm going through and I had a hard time at that age at 13, probably 13 to 23, honestly, it was pretty bad. Including the time I knew you then. I don't know how old. Yeah. I would like to even just apologize if you knew me. (laughs) (laughs) A very different person. Um, especially in 2015, I think I was having a very public, um, three month long mental breakdown and being very weird. And I, uh, just disregard that whole memory. Um, I was having some very weird thoughts. I hope it, yeah. I I hope it like heals you to hear that. Like, uh, you know, I relate to that. And I think a lot of people are, I think that's just maybe our lack of a threshold in this culture to like move into being an adult, like, cause I focus far more on my own experience that is like yours. And I would think the same thing. I'd be like, Oh man, I wonder what I said to Eric. Like, you know, like you, it's, it's, I think especially in creative brains, it's a common experience to like have some crises that like, right. You're like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It, this, this world doesn't support, like those minds or maybe it's just something they have to go through regardless culture but it's like yeah i i can i can either disregard anything like that but i i truly don't have anything in my mind that um is like an ill memory of speaking with you you know that makes me feel good (laughs) good (laughs) i was like the kanye west of potsdam for about four (laughs) months yeah there were a few of us i mean i feel like yeah i was one of them probably you know and yeah maybe it surprises you to hear that but some of us perceive ourselves that way you know right Uh, you can kind of lose your mind uh you know when you're on the brink of whatever the rest of your life's gonna be you know right and also like you know drugs too much yeah yeah dude (laughs) but it also makes you who you are yeah 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 yeah, but you were in a, I mean, uh, our culture friends overlapped a lot, but you were in a really far out corner of the town, you know, and like, yeah, with really experimental individuals and really great people, you know. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, we all were on our own journey. And, uh, For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was, it was, when my new journey started, it was good timing and it was yep. good, to, good to get on a plane and go somewhere for a few years. Yeah, man. I, uh, I followed those same exact footsteps and yeah, you kind of have to leave and return and right. kind of, yeah, it's weird. It's because, yeah, you kind of want to ditch that whole part of your life, but then you're like, on a personal level, it's what makes you who you are. And right. The mosaic of the timeline too, you know, exactly. the body is composed of all of those, but so is the time body, you know, and right. The rate at which we forgive ourselves is the same one we'll forgive others with, you know? Right. Mm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, 
growth is important, especially <laughs> if you're trying to make art and make better art. I think. Yeah, I'm. I and I think the continuity, the thread of the artwork, you know, is a testament to the uh, the good inner core. You know, it's like that remained in you. Um, I, like I said, I, it's somewhere in here, but I've got that piece and I can't believe how consistent your, your work is, you know? Um, yeah, this it's is funny a, to think of, uh, back in Potsdam in college, like yeah. me giving away art, like entire yeah. works of art for like a cigarette. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. You know, like, now it's, oh, yeah. you know, things are worth a lot more and I've gotten a lot more renown. I know. And it makes you, yeah, it, it's like, that is the, the, the intensity of being somebody who offers something artistically to this world in like, uh, like capitalist society. <laughs> it's really hard to measure your value. And like, it is, you know, especially when something like, a pandemic hits and you're like, oh my God, like nobody wants to buy my art now. Cause like uh, everybody's trying to figure out bread right now, you know? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's, but it's so crucial and it's really, yeah. It, it's so hard to figure out how, how do we like properly value these things and make sure that, I don't know. We're like realistic about the demand for art, but also honor that everybody needs to create it and have a hand in, in this part of us. You know, it's, it's a big part of being a human being or, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I was in the, in Zambia for almost three years, um, working as an agricultural volunteer making art often or not uh the whole t whole three years i made three drawings wow yeah i was too focused i was too busy that makes sense i, yeah. also, I actually had yeah. to uh make my own table to draw in my house i had to find, <laughs> find a guy who was um hewing boards out of a out of a tree with like one of those old-timey saws Wow. Bought the yeah. raw wooden planks from him, strapped it to my bike, and had yeah. to hammer a table together just to even draw. Wow. Yeah, you were really that's a completely different experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you kind of don't forget that. Like I can't relate to the I can't relate to the shakeup you went through. Like that's so uh it's so different than what <laughs> everyday life is right here um but i can relate to like i've spent a lot of time in the wilderness and backpacking specifically and i've i will never like however many years out of that i am after doing that a lot you know i'm always going to turn a faucet on and be like oh my gosh you're kidding <laughs> you know? and just right, things right. feel like easy kind of after you do it enough you're like oh man we've got a a lot at her fingertips and you know, the tables right there. Um, right. The, the thing I'm wondering about with the Peace Corps, like, and it's really unique to you artistically, 
like I have a piece. You actually gave me one in college. I think when I departed, you were giving away some art. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I, even think, I was very drunk. I don't, yeah, I don't even I was think just I paid for it. But I, I know. <laughs> yeah, I have I have one of those pieces. You know, I've looked at it here and there, and over the years, and like, I think it's really, uh, it's really different that you went to a new place for that long that was so different to my perception your art style remained extremely extremely consistent and i wonder about that because i don't know like what what is it about you as an artist that is so consistent and it's not to say you haven't grown in the quality of the art it's almost like the art to me your your pieces transcend that they all kind of reach a certain quality um i see growth in your ideas and like the variation in shapes sort of but it almost just seems like it's all from the same well right. did you did you notice after traveling like you approached the visuals different um and or or do you like kind of understand what i'm seeing no, I, I see what you're saying and I appreciate it. Um, my art style, actually, I've been drawing like that since I was 13 years old. Um, so for about 16 straight years. And when I first started, um, I can remember the exact drawing that I was just like doodling a cartoon or something. And then I just started abstracting it. And I felt like this clicking in my brain and feeling in my gut that like this was something to be explored. Yeah. And it, I kind of became obsessed with like refining it and perfecting it. And I felt yeah. like there was an infinite level of complexity to be explored in that direction. Yeah. So I've never really enjoyed drawing any other way. Like I'm not even good at it. Um, yeah. I was wondering about that too. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, well, cause you almost have like, uh, whether you tried or not, you created a brand Right. And there's something like, I'm not good at this artistically. I, I generate so much stuff and it's all so different from the last thing that there's almost like no sensibility to it all. And it's like one of the reasons why it's something that it's like a distinction between my own experience and someone like you, who's going to, probably pursue this single message and kind of bring it into your life further and further. Like, um, I, yeah. Have you, do you feel protective almost now of that style? And if you draw something different, if you're just sitting there and you're like, oh, I just drew something that was like nothing like an Arcadian piece. Do you feel almost like fearful that if somebody sees it, it will like reduce your, like brand like have you ever thought that way <laughs> um i mean it's kind well, of grandy it's never occurred to me it just hasn't i've felt no desire to draw in any other way so yeah i don't even enjoy it it's that only in that style do i feel engaged if you encountered a machine that had seen all of your artwork and, you know, it had like an artificial intelligence brain 
and it could generate new pieces. Um, and all you had to do is click some big red button. Um, would you hit it and want to see what it creates? No, I would smash it with a rock. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically a rock. It needs to be a rock. <laughs> yeah, so you would not, not even once, you wouldn't want to see. Absolutely not. Okay. That would just, that would uh, send me into an internal spiral that I don't want to go down. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> my thought experiment is this. So would it change your feelings at all if you had to put a drop of blood in the machine and it didn't read anything? It didn't read anything about like your prior visual art. You had to put a drop of blood and then it generated art. Would it change your mind? Um, one drop of blood equals one piece. It's a very good question. <laughs> Cause now I'm wondering, like <laughs> I am just one iteration of 9 billion creatures and we're all <laughs> biotic machines. So I don't know how to answer that, but well, cause now you definitely still- pick up a rock and smash it. And start going <laughs> but it's, but with the blood thing, you're you're still in charge of the piece. Like you're still the one who is in some way like bringing it out. You're just skipping the part where you chill out and make the lines. Like, you know, does it change the way you feel about the machine? Yeah, I feel like it's stealing that experience of making art from me and okay. validating it, you know, in a way. I'm very, I feel like very sensitive about <clears throat> people stopping doing art. Right. Like sometimes I think we're far enough out from like that college age that sometimes you meet up with somebody and you're like, Hey, are you still doing blank? And when people say no, it really devastates me. Me too. Especially in yeah. college. We knew, we knew some incredibly talented people and it's like, we did. Don't we stop, did. please. Yeah, it makes it really heals me that you're out there, and it's like when I when I saw you starting to say you were doing that full time and just making a social media. It's like people make social media for such silly reasons, and it's like just I, I want to. It's like I don't want to force that upon the world, but I just would love to live in a world where people were more comfortable just putting stuff out there, you know? Right. Um, and in your case, it's like the opposite effect in, in my sensitivity. It heals me where I'm like, thank, oh, thank God, you. he's still making it. Like, imagine if I met Eric, you know, in 10 years and he was like, yeah, I don't really do those silly doodles. I'd be like, I hate living, you know, like yeah. it, it hurts to hear, you know. Well, I think we're at that age, like, you know, I'm 29, you're a little older than me. Like, I'm 29 as well. Oh, you're 29? Okay, we're the same age. But like, you yep. kind of see people who are bright and vibrant and, you know, in the early twenties kind of get nubbed down or like worn down a little by American life in a way. No doubt, man. And, and it's, yeah. it's kind of sad. Like just don't, don't get down. Don't, don't be defeated. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm approaching an end here and just like want to know if you, uh, like what's your next exhibition and 
Um, yeah, what else is on the horizon? Do you have any plans that are, are worth speaking about? Um, I have a big one that I just signed an NDA on, and I don't think I should talk about it, but it's, it's good. Exciting. Good for you. Yeah, for you. <laughs> but, That's um, pretty cool. I currently have a uh, solo exhibition up in DC and the closing reception will be next week. Um, Art of Noise Gallery in the Petworth Great. neighborhood um, Great. on the 30th clo closing reception. If you're, I don't know when this will come out, so uh, I'm going to plug it anyways. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, this whole the podcast idea, I have no idea what this is, but I'm, I'm just going to always, try to promote my community and my the people i i love and the art that i love so i hope well it's very appreciated and yeah man this is definitely. awesome you should, you should keep doing this 